Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. To find out more or to add your support for as little as a dollar a month, visit patreon.com slash manowaker. Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm CB Drogi. This week, I'd like to share with you one of my own stories. Short Timer. You must understand, this is a little strange, the executive said from across the desk. He sat tall and upright in his ergonomic office chair. His suit was perfectly tailored, his tie exactly the correct tightness, his hair a perfect helmet of kinky curls. He wore a half-smile that told Ricks that he would much rather have been anywhere else at the moment. There's simply no precedent for this. Ricks looked away from the other's contempt and scanned the office instead. The furniture and decor was spartan and perfectly ordered. The black oak desk was polished to a mirror shine and was obscured by no papers or accoutrement. Just a single work screen, flush with the surface. On the wall behind the executive's head, a large canvas was painted flat white. Out the window, he could see the building which was twin to this one. In the mirror finish of the other building's windows, he saw the reflection of this building, in which he could see the reflection of the other building ad infinitum. He had a sudden desire to get out a paper and pencil and sketch the regression. VP of Personnel Acquisition, the door had said when he entered, It seemed like a rather high position to be dealing with Ricks directly. Ricks himself was a bit slovenly. His shirt was rumpled, his hair matted, his shoes mismatched. His own smaller office down on the twelfth floor was an equal mess. Incomplete assignments were stacked floor to ceiling. The walls were marred by poems and drawings of Rex's own creation, and food boxes littered the floor. The single window looked out over the city wall, into the vast, disordered wasteland beyond. Ricks turned his attention finally back to the VP. Does that mean I am being disallowed from leaving my post? He asked. The executive went wide-eyed for a moment and looked around as if making sure no one had heard. Of course not, Mr. Ricks. By law, you have every right to resign your position. Ricks felt himself untense. I will go now, then, he said, and started to rise. Wait just a moment. The VP waved him back into his seat. You have the right to resign, but by those same laws, we are allowed to conduct a... He had to look down at his screen. An exit interview to be led by a member of the personnel staff. That seems fair, Rick said, and sat back down. Technically, we don't have any staff in the personnel department, he continued. But the board decided and our lawyers agreed that I was the closest thing. The VP seemed to be waiting for a response from Ricks. So he said slowly, What would you like to know? Foremost, Mr. Ricks, we would like to know why you have chosen to leave your position. I discovered, quite by accident, that I could leave. So I decided to do so. By accident? I was reviewing a report which referred to a specific labor law, and when I checked the legal documents for accuracy, I came upon this clause that allows me to leave. You did not know previously that you could resign at any time? I did not. The VP frowned. 
By law, this is something you should have been aware of from establishment. I will have it looked into. Ricks wasn't sure how to respond to this. Thank you, was all he could think to say, though he wasn't sure what he was thanking the VP for. Your desire to go, however, is the perplexing part, Mr. Ricks. As you are likely aware, no employee has chosen to leave the company before scheduled retirement in over 300 years. I'm just... Ricks searched for the right words. Not satisfied. Mr. Ricks, are you aware that I personally ordered your establishment? I did know that. That's the bulk of my work here. When we have a position that needs to be filled, the Personnel Acquisitions Department carefully orders a new employee to be established. I designed your parameters myself. I chose your skills and your capacity for this work. Within the limits of the law, I molded who you are the ideal second-level report reviewer. I also was molded for my position when my predecessor ordered my establishment just before his own retirement. Every person in the corporation, and all corporations, were carefully established for just the position they were intended to fulfill. I understand that, Rick said. On the day of your establishment, I greeted you personally as you came out of the personnel plant. I shook your hand and wished you a happy establishment day before showing you to your office. Do you remember? I do, Rick said, thinking back as far as he could. I don't do that for everyone. You were special. There was a quirk in your establishment process, and we feared for your life. You almost didn't make it to us at all. But I did make it. Yes, and now you're not satisfied. Ricks shrugged. I've seen the establishment laws. They require a small few variables to be made random, to preserve some individuality among employees, he said. Yes, that's true, the VP said. It's as small a variance as the law allows, but I suppose if you got a particular bad mix... He trailed off when he saw Ricks's face. A poor choice of words. I apologize. It's okay, Ricks said, looking away again. I... See your point. And he did see the point. Ricks was meant to enjoy the work. He was designed and built to do this job and be satisfied doing it. He'd known from day one that something was wrong. The VP had helped him to remember that day. The first-level report reviewers had sent up to his office 22 reports on activity within the corporation. Living space arrangements, food orders, employee establishment requests, forms and memorandums covering every aspect of the functioning of the corporation. That day, he marked three documents as accurate and sent 12 on to third-level document reviewing. The remaining nine he set on the floor in the corner to deal with the next day before retiring to his living quarters across the hall. But the next day, there were another 27 reports waiting for him, so he started on those, and his piles of unfinished work grew and grew. All the while he searched. In every stack Ricks reviewed, he looked for transfer forms, severance payments, disciplinary terminations, anything that might indicate how to escape, how to move on from this place to something new, something different. Until this morning, when he found it. There was a long silence before the VP continued. What will you do? He asked quietly. Do? Yes, there are no other positions in any corporations for you to fill. You can leave here, but 
There's nowhere to go, even if you were qualified for some other position. I don't know what I will do. I only know that I do not wish to remain here if I am able to leave. Were you mistreated in some way? No. Are you having trouble establishing social relationships with the other employees in your department? Not at all. Everyone is very nice, and I have many friends. The VP pondered this. Was the work too heavy a burden on you? He asked. Ricks thought of the vast piles of unfinished work in his office, but did not consider them a burden. No, he said simply. Is there anything at all that has you dissatisfied with your working conditions? No, Ricks said, then added, Other than that, I have always wanted to leave. From that very first day, all I've ever really wanted is to leave. The VP was silent for a moment, then gave a loud sigh. Very well. If you're set on it, I suppose I don't have any other questions. Thank you, Rick said, and stood to leave once again. The VP stood crisply and held out a hand, which Rick's took, trying to look at the executive's face instead of the white canvas behind him, and failing. Good luck, Mr. Ricks, he said flatly as he released Ricks's hand. We'll all be watching your journey very closely, I think. Ricks nodded and walked out of the office. This has been Short Timer, written by C.B. Drogi. For more information about Manowaker Studios' other projects, including books and games, visit manowaker.com which is also where you should go to learn more about the authors featured on this podcast or to get details about submitting a story. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manowaker Studios' director of Dice is Ben Baston. I'm C.B. Drogi. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook at C-B-D-R-O-E-G-E. Thanks for listening.